right, this week we will be discussing a film about power, subtlety, betrayal, and murder for hire. Wow. Standing firmly on the shoulders of a masterful performance by Lady Gaga, the film portrays the downfall of the Gucci family dynasty and the murder of Maurizio Gucci. Yes, of course I am talking about House of Gucci. Father, son, and House of Gucci. A film based on the book The House of Gucci, a sensational story of murder, madness, glamour, and greed by Sarah Gay Forden. House of Gucci spares no expense, Hunter, to heighten and embolden its inherently melodramatic premise. Wow. With stars like Lady Gaga, Adam Driver, Jared Leto, Al Pacino, Jeremy Irons, and Salma Hayek, infused within a heavily stylized biographical crime drama, Ridley Scott's House of Gucci, much like the global brand that stands as its centerpiece, relies heavily on the reputation and grandeur of its namesake. Whether it cements itself as a carefully crafted classic or an overdone knockoff remains to be seen. You said a lot of very articulate things about this film. Mm. None of that shit matters. (laughs) (laughs) What matters is, but is House of Gucci good? We're going to... We're going to come to a conclusion on that soon. We shall. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello there, Zach. Hello there, Whiskey. Hello there, Hunter. Hello there, baby. He's upstairs. Or or, or you calling me, baby. I was talking to Hollis. Oh, uh, okay. Anyway, welcome to episode fifty five zero. Over the hill of Bud is a good podcast. That's wild. I'm Over the hill, I'm and today we're going through the woods. I'm proud of us to Milan and to New York mm-hmm. and to a lot of other places. To our local Gucci store. Yes, I don't know if we. I think the nearest one is in Lenox, isn't it? Is it in a mall? Probably. Which is funny. That's cause that's ironic. <laughs> yeah, but it's a posh mall. Uh, Lennox? It was. <laughs> anyway, um, I am your host, Hunter Callahan. And I am your host. Yes. Zach Olson. And with us again this week, she wasn't here last week, is the founder, CEO, and actual host of the podcast, Whiskey. She's, she's in a lovey mood today. She she's, is. She is. She's, she's like less... Sweet. Maybe because she was locked out last week, she's like, okay, I need to stop being annoying. Yeah, I'm just going to lick them and lay down. We'll see if she actually stops being annoying. Well, oh, she's docking. docking. She's tucking the feet in. Dock. Oh, oh, now she's on her back. Okay. All righty. Um, this week we are diving into House of Gucci, mm-hmm. which, which we saw last night. Um, you got any anything before we jump in? Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. Did yeah. you have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah, it's fine. It's a little hectic. We are like Olympic swimmers. Okay, I'll hear you. Huh? Go on. Okay. Every Ow. week you say we are diving in. Yeah, to these I, I I got to find a new verb. Discussing. Because I use that. I use like <laughs> talking three. about on our Instagram. I'm like this week we're diving in. This we're diving week we're in. Every week we're diving. We're diving in. <laughs> Rename the podcast we just to dive swimming through movies. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, Swimming through film. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's a good Thanksgiving. Um, film is an ocean. Did you have a good rivalry Saturday? 
Rivalry Saturday was uh was pretty pretty good. It was it was, it was there good. were a lot of really close games. A lot of good games. Mine wasn't. But but I won. You won and lost and lost at the same time. Hunter is a Georgia Tech fan, even though he never went there. Yep. And <laughs> a UGA fan because that is his alma mater. Yes. So I'm in good shape either way. Um. But yeah. Cool. Even though one of your head coaches is on the hot seat, <sighs> I would think very hot. He's a. Uh, Gotta put up a shut up. Anyway, I guess we should talk about the stuff that we're gonna talk about, aren't we? A movie? A movie. We're gonna swim through it. And we're gonna dive into this movie. <laughs> gonna dive into it. Um cool. All right. So uh yeah. I guess we can just jump right in. Um the next couple minutes will be spoiler free. Are going to be spoiler free. <coughs> that was unnecessary. Um First thoughts, and then moving forward, we'll give you a heads up and a warning. Uh, there will be some major spoilers for the new film, House of Gucci, that just came out. Mm-hmm. This past Tuesday, I believe it was Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday and Wednesday. We, but we saw it on We saw on it on Saturday. 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 <laughs> Saturn Day, the day of Saturn. Um, cool. So first thoughts, Zach, what did you think of House of Gucci? On one level, I thought it was really, you know, Beautifully done. Mm. Um, I really liked uh, multiple characters within the film. Lady Gaga did a wonderful job mm-hmm. as uh, Patrizia Reggiani. Yep. Cast is great, yeah. The cast is great. Uh, Jared Leto was hilarious as yep. um, Paolo. Paolo. It's Paolo. a Paolo. <laughs> it's a Paolo. He would do these little like, ah, <laughs> he would just like squeak. Boof. <laughs> um, and on another level, it felt long to me mm-hmm. yeah it felt uh overdone in parts okay and this is not something that i knew going into it because i tried to like not read up on the story i knew that there was a murder but yep. i tried not to read up but since i've been reading up and there are certain things that were changed that i'm not sure why they were changed like if you're if you're going to change something for yeah. exposition's sake or yep. to like make a point i'm not sure why these things were changed yeah so that's how i feel yeah um that actually leads me to, to my next point, and then I'll give, in, give you my first thoughts. I actually have invented, personally, I'm the first one to ever come up with this, mm-hmm. uh, a new segment for this episode <gasps> that I think we can do moving forward on biopics, <gasps> and it's called Fact or Fiction. <gasps> Fact or Fiction. Patented. Copyright. Patented. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> Patented in 12 countries. <laughs> yes. Because um, I was reading about it last night, and I think it'll be fun to kind of go through. Maybe like towards the end, we'll, we'll do our Fact or Fiction um, oh, I'm going to be talking about it throughout because it, it, it I mean, okay, Zach, it's the beef. We can do a comprehensive. It's a part of the beef and a, cheese. We can do a comprehensive list of this. This is a cheesesteak. Che- and from where? the fact or from fiction. Where? Woody's, Fred's, um, so Philadelphia. We're not, we're not traveling. This is probably just like a Mike's. Okay. You know, Disappointing. Jersey Mike's. Okay, that's actually pretty good. What did you think I meant when I said Mike's? I don't know, I thought you meant like my dad's like or something. <laughs> So your dad's cheesesteaks are disappointed? I don't know. He doesn't really make them. This is a cheesesteak, our discussion. The facts are the mushrooms. Ew. And the fiction, fictions, Mm -hmm. are the onions. So they're... It's going to be mostly onions. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's some mushrooms. There's some. Okay, anyway, so my first thoughts. I'm pretty much in the same boat. I thought it was really good. Um, I thought the chemistry was really great. Among all the all the characters, all the casts, um, I think they were all portrayed in a really interesting way. 
that mm. definitely kind of kept um, me in tune. Whiskey, you have a huge knot on your side, girl. What is going on here? Ugh. Uh-oh. Anyway, um, I she, do. Does she go to the vet? Do you take her to the vet? vet? A long time. I actually probably need to check that out. Anyway, <laughs> I do think it was, um, it did drag a little bit for me mm-hmm. um, it, towards the end. Like, I didn't feel it in the middle, but like, okay. towards the end, I was like, man, this is still, this is still a this movie. This is still going. This is still going. We were probably two hours into it, and I was like, okay, when is he going to get murdered? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, what's, what's <laughs> happening here? Um, uh, but I, I, I think it was a really interesting film. I think it was beautifully made, great shots. The cast was Every cast member did a great job. I think it's a very interesting story. Um, I didn't feel bored by any means. Okay. Um, but I would say my biggest gripe is, yeah, that that it did um, drag some. I will say that, um, you know, like I'm not horribly invested in the story of Gucci, so I wasn't like offended by any liberties that that that, that they took. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes it might be like, if I know a story very well, I'll be like, whoa, this is not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like. I, I kind of even then a story can be changed for the sake of like portraying it in movie form. Yeah, you know, true. Things, Very it, true. It's 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 not feasible to put everything in, but yeah. other things it's like okay, you know, it's 2021. Let's tell this story. Yeah, and I've know? learned that as with this film, they sometimes a lot of films like this will take multiple events and like blend them together. Sure. As like a sort of like a just pan like homage to things that happened. Mm-hmm. There were some things that I want to mention that uh, that the actual real people did not appreciate in this film. That yeah, yeah, interesting. yeah. We'll talk about that. Um, but yeah, th- I mean, overall, I think it's a... It's in a the it's Mushrooms an, and Onions it's, it's segment. It's an enjoyable movie, yeah. Uh, cool. Time for movie in a minute. Yeah, let's do movie in a minute. So, uh, theme song is time for movie. In a minute, yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. In a minute, gonna talk about yeah, yeah. movie. And only sixty yeah, seconds. Yeah. Hey. Maybe get better every week. <laughs> just every, just every week. I don't even I mean like. <sighs> You're welcome, listeners. An exponential curve. Just <laughs> straight up. We're just going straight up at this point. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so moving on from here on out, please. There is no limit. Will be spoilers. I actually remembered. Spoilers. Spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead. We are about um, to spoil the film. If you have not seen House of Gucci and you want to see it before you get it spoiled, please turn this off and come back later. This milk is not for drinking. It is just for looking at because it is about to be spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. so <laughs> It took me a minute to figure out where you go with that. Uh, that was either really stupid or genius. <laughs> Or both. Probably a mixture. Both. Okay. Don't drink that spoiled milk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put it in the fridge. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Uh, Zach, it's your turn. Yeah. Movie in a minute. Mm-hmm. Are you prepared and ready, sir? I'm both prepared and ready. Hot dog. And three, two, one, go. Okay, so we're in late, late 70s, Milan. You've got Maurizio Gucci, who's a law student. He meets this girl... Uh, Patrizia Reggiani at a party. Uh, she like forces him to dance with her, and he's like, "Oh, I gotta go." And then she like stalks him and like you know makes him fall in love with her. Kind of not makes him, but like heavily influences it by like just like you know he, he gets kicked out by his dad. Um, 
uh, he works for her dad. They get they they do it <laughs> in like in like a little thing. We'll talk about it. Um, uh, uh, shit. <laughs> they get married. She tries to influence the family. She's trying to get him to do something that he doesn't want to do because he wants to be a lawyer. But he, she forces him to like do the business stuff. Then she forces, kind of forces him to like, uh, uh, <laughs> I can't think. <laughs> I cannot think. Say something. <laughs> To, to like take over the family business, he like backstabs everybody. Then he gets shot because he divorces her. <laughs> the end. Perfect. Wonderful. <laughs> that was yeah. That was great. That was a uh, nothing but net three pointer. Yes, exactly. That was a four pointer. Oh, you got a three, nothing but net, and you got fouled. That so an and one. And one. Who was fouling me? Whiskey did. My brain because I couldn't <laughs> think. <laughs> well, Wait, so done. here's my free throw. Okay. I'm gonna take a couple dribbles. All right. Take a couple dribbles. Couple dribbles. At the end of the movie, the Gucci family is no longer associated with the Gucci brand. And one. And one. Boom. Cool. Okay, so let's dive right in. Where do we swimming. start? Swimming. <laughs> Damn it. We're swimming. We're diving right in. We're swimming through this film. Um, Sploosh. Okay, Sploosh. first thing I want to point out. <laughs> yes. Uh, we start with Patrizia Reggiani. We mm-hmm. see that she works at this, like, um, what, like, uh, transportation place yeah like they like was it what is truck drivers what is their profession truck driving they drive trucks but like they transport like big things i mean logistics could be be goods there you go (laughs) sorry logistics it looks like a logistics don't yell at me i'm not i'm yelling at me (laughs) i'm just looking at you um but yes and it's a family business it's it's her dad and her mom Mm -hmm. her mom's on there but yep and but maurizio gucci in the film, he wants to be a lawyer. Mm. I did a lot of research on this. Mm. Maybe not a lot, but like mm. I did some research on this, and I couldn't find anything that said that he like aspired to be a lawyer. So to me, that's an interesting choice. Well, also... Off the bat. Okay, so yes, our factor fiction is going to be spread out throughout this. Sorry, do you want me to hold it till the no, end? No, no, because then what do we talk about? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, I also did some research, and the way that they met... The way different. That, the way that they met is similar, but how they're relationship developed is mm-hmm. very different. Right. Um, they did meet at a party. Sure. But she knew who he was. Right. And he pursued her. Okay. Much more than was put on in the film. Right. So that's, uh, again, this is an interesting dynamic because in reality you have this like heir to a... <laughs> <laughs> did you just Sorry. see? <laughs> Whiskey's docked I on I looked to backpack. my left and Whiskey has docked on my backpack. Yes. It's just very funny to me. It's higher up, you know. Yeah. You have this heir to like. <laughs> She's a on a dock. She literally like found her docking pad. <laughs> the heir to a, yes. a, a literal dynasty, right? Yeah. And uh, from what I've read online, he he was a businessman. He didn't want to be a lawyer, mm. right? And he pursued this young woman, mm. Patrizia Reggiani. Yeah. But in the movie, he wants to be a lawyer. He doesn't really want to do anything. Like he's not associated with his family at all. Yeah. He's associated with them, but he, like he doesn't approve of like what they do and all this stuff. And she pursues him. So like, why why make those changes, Hunter? Well, so honestly, the villain of this movie, in my opinion, is um, pa- Patrizia, right? Okay. Well, actually, by the I end think of everyone's it, a villain. By the end of it, I don't like anybody, um, except maybe Paolo. <laughs> uh, Even Paolo sent his dad. Oh to no, yeah, prison. Like he, but he just has an innocent charm to him. But I, but we'll get to that. I don't we, know if that's We assume true. that he um, seeks or seeks the government on uh, yes, as, well, that's Maurizio, as, as, right? As, as 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 payback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, 
she's definitely portrayed as the one who like kind of twisted Maurizio into taking over the 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 family business, mm-hmm. um, manipulating hi- him to go back into the business and to like kind of orchestrating all that stuff. Right. So I think, in my opinion, the way to the way she's portrayed as far as like essentially stalking this dude. Um, now look, she's a smooth talker. She's a smooth talker. Sure. And she's charming. There's a there's a line that. Um, she said like at the bar when she met him that I thought was 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 brilliant. I forgot what it was, mm-hmm. um, but I remember being like, "That's really clever." Um, crap. <laughs> anyway, she's she's portrayed as a very charming person, right? But I think this was done to sort of illustrate her conniving side, maybe. But I question whether. So I understand that. She hired someone to murder her ex-husband. Yes. Right? But I'm not sure it's as black and white as it is in the film that she, like, influenced everything along the way. I don't think it is. I don't think right? it is. Yeah. So I th- why... It almost seems like it's it's changing something to make the center point of this film, like, the malice of... Patrizia? Uh, Patri- yeah. Like, the, the malice of a woman. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Whereas it really is like the whole family is like messed up and there's all this bad juju. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I think <laughs> like it's throughout, like, I think you know, it it's just like rotten to the core and toxic. I, whereas the the film almost portrays it as like everything's dandy until she shows up. Yeah. And I'm not sure I agree with that. Well, it's funny. You have a point because they talk a lot. Like Maurizio talks a lot about the family drama and like... Mm-hmm. The ruthlessness and all this stuff. But we, you actually are right. We don't but really ever inserts, see it. She you know, inserts yeah. all of that drama into the film. Yeah, we don't ever actually see it without her involved. Other than right. other than the couple of things that uh, Paolo did, I guess, and the fact that um, Aldo, that's that's uh, Al Pacino. Oh, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. he he's like continually like come to New York, come to New York. Yeah. So it's almost like he's, he doesn't care about the relationship. He just cares about the business. I yeah. kind of got that vibe a little bit. But yeah. Like, other than like those two things, it doesn't feel like this overly dramatic family in the way that Maurizio says it is says in the beginning. Yeah, I, well, I definitely think that at least their meet cute, if you will, and like their development of their relationship was mm-hmm. definitely framed that way to imply the gold digger aspect of her. Sure. Um, which is fascinating because, like, I don't know, like. Sh- I think it's interesting. I don't know. I, th- I think you you, you make a, a good point where it's like we never actually see the drama unless she's directly involved in it. Right. Almost as if which she's, I think is not entirely fair because causing in, it. Yeah, in real life, it's more like they worked together. Sure. You know, and like when Paolo. But not only that, the whole family just. Yeah, yeah. But I was I was gonna say when when Paolo like kind of like took his dad down about his taxes and stuff. Mm-hmm. That wasn't Patrizia and and and, uh, and Maurizio pushing him to do that. He like kept tabs on the on on the, on the numbers for a long time and right. then like brought it up. Right. So it was like, you all right? You have a very good point. <laughs> but I don't know. I, so I let's, think let's keep that on the back I, I burner. Think for the let's let it simmer. The, you know, keep it warm so that we can pour the gravy on the mashed potatoes a little later. <laughs> Sorry, I Have you had you. breakfast? No, I haven't. There I haven't you go. eaten. I'm about to say that makes sense. 
Um, uh, but I think for this film, my take was that was the intent of kind of how she pursued him. Okay. Was to was to like portray the obsessiveness of it. Sure. Um, which I think works in the context of the movie. Yeah. It does come across a little bit as like, oh, this woman is the is is the issue, and that's the that's, it's a compelling story. Mm-hmm. I just if you're going to change something, why would you change it in that way? Like she's already, yeah. like she already does something bad at the end of the film. Why make her like the the yeah. one bad thing throughout the film? Almost in a way like, making all of the the men in the film seem not so bad because they are victims of like her manipulation yeah. throughout, even if they're like. You know, dramatic well, or this so that or the other, and I don't like that. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> let's 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 talk through this. So, um, what's his dad's name? His dad, uh, Maurizio's dad. What's his dad's name? Uh, Jeremy Irons plays Rodolfo. Rodolfo Gucci. Rodolfo Gucci. Uh, he's portrayed as the most like how do I word this? I'm not going to say cynical. Like, maybe where he's the one. Like, there's a couple instances where. When he first meets Patrizia, mm-hmm. he's very like, I would say fake. And when she's like, "My father's in ground transportation," he's like, "Oh, okay." Right. And you can see he's like, "The hell is this woman doing here?" He seems very uh, judgmental. Yes. Oh yeah. And then he says to Maurizio, "Like she's just a gold digger, essentially." Um, yeah, you need to watch out. And he's, you know, kind of push people away. And then there's a, a moment later with with with, with um, Paolo where he's like essentially says, you're an idiot. Well, he does. And he's like, you have a triumph of mediocrity. He's just kind of ruthless. Right. So that's, I think, So there's some drama. But I think it's interesting because Maurizio, heavy spoilers here, I guess, but we're past that. At the beginning of the film, is portrayed as this, like, innocent. Yes. Like, right. genuine, like, charming and... Happy. Happy. And, and, and not ingrained in that drama yeah. at all. And then by the end of the film... He's, like, he in it. He sucks. Yeah. Exi- he sucks, and that is my point. Yeah, is that it's he almost was always as if the same he has been corrupted by a woman, and I don't, yeah. I don't like that premise yeah. for a film yeah. if it's not like accurate to real life, and I'm, I don't think it is. You know, I think maybe the intention was he was corrupted by power, like, but like, yeah, I, I okay, I I think it bleeds over, and I think it's messy because that what you said definitely comes across, where it's like she's my problem. Like the problem with me is 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 this woman? She changes him, and then yeah. he drops her for a, another younger woman. Yeah, which that's that's not her fault. That's him. Sure, but I think maybe their point was. I think it's the film's fault when he got to the top, mm-hmm. and all the things that he said he didn't want. Then he sh- then he showed his true colors and was was a quote unquote Gucci, and like maybe their intention was like, okay, they're trying to say like. Look how innocent he was and happy he was, and then the, the pursuit of power and money made mm-hmm. him less so. And but I, I see, think it definitely comes across as I see that, but it wasn't pushed him. it wasn't his pursuit. You know, yeah. I feel like I don't know. I feel like he was heavily influenced. Yeah, and I, I just don't like the way it was done. I personally. think what what it comes across as look what her pursuit of power and money or did to him did to him, and I don't like that. And he was all happy and perfect, right? And now because of her. Right. Yeah, it's definitely a little messy because that's not reality. Right. And in and and in all seriousness, even if she was trying to do other stuff, he very well could have been like, "No." Yes. I'm a big boy. 
Right. I can make my own decisions. I put on my pants one leg at a time. Yeah. No. No. Um. I think this movie also. I mean, it's a screenplay. It's it's meant to do this, but it also glosses over like a decade. Right. In a matter of minutes. Because we start in 1978, and the yeah. end of the film is in the 90s. Yeah. But also, they met in 1973. Huh. Interesting. They got married when she was 21. Interesting. I think, or, or something like that. But also, like, she's like, I'm pregnant. Well, yeah, she's like, I'm pregnant. And then the next scene, they have the baby. Then the next scene, she's like five. Right. So it's like... Also, they had two kids in real life. They did. They had, a, uh, I think, two daughters, right? Yes. Allegra and... Uh, Alessandra. Yes. Um, so I think that's a fascinating perspective. And we'll get to the rating of this film and the reviews, and I can kind of see that that reflects in the reviews of this movie. Okay. Um, but yeah, because I think it's definitely portrayed as the f- as the mad woman revenge story right. type thing. Um, and I think it's wonderful that, because I think Lady Gaga, not only is she a brilliant musician i think she's a really mm-hmm. really good actor mm-hmm. and i think it's great that she i mean she is the centerpiece of this film yeah. you know i just feel like it could have been different a more complex movie. <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. her her trying to navigate coming into this like crazy family yeah and then like she does it unsuccessfully or something right and yeah. then at the end that's when she gets like super jealous and like all this stuff yeah you can't deny like history i mean all the, all accounts that have been written say that like she got super jealous and she was obsessed with the fact that he left her. Yeah, I just ha- I haven't read any evidence that she was like her, her long term plan. She was wasn't the, the puppet master, right? Yeah, which I think an inter- like a story of like <coughs> excuse me of like a Bonnie and Clyde type thing where it's mm-hmm. like these two, which towards the end it sort of does become because he's he definitely like steps into that role. He steps into that role. I think around the time that. For me, the transformation for him was uh, when he escapes on his little yep. moped or yep. <laughs> whatever it was to the to the where would he go? I don't know. Another country. Yeah, that is clear. Yep. The Alps. Or yeah, something. but like that scene in the bedroom where at first I thought he was just saying like it was all clear to him mm-hmm. that she was because it was implied I guess that she forged uh, some signature. Right. Um. And maybe it was him realizing, okay, she's the one behind this. So he was like, I'm done with this. I'm done with whatever we are. Right. But then he slams her against the wall and puts her in a chokehold. And it's like, oh. Right. He's yeah. just this, you know, malicious, if you will. Sure. Um, and then from then on, but he's even very, then, very cold. Even then, and maybe this was just like a, like a gaslighty thing. In the film, but he's like, "Is it? Is this the man you want?" Oh yeah, almost like you did this to me. And I see. Yeah, those are things That's I'm not, not a fan. Of. That's not real. <laughs> you know, That's not real. Um, he says something like that. right? Yeah, no, he he says, "Oh, oh, you want a real man?" Like something like, like that. Like, yeah, like this, whatever. And he's like literally choking her. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's scenes like with Paolo where, you know, like they send the cops to his show, and he's the one saying, "Look, you know." It was a breach of, crime, you have of, of, of contract, you know, like we just, it wasn't about, you know, all the stuff and he becomes that smooth talker. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, I think that's very interesting. I think it's hard to really defend a lot of this film when you poke that big hole in it saying like she wasn't really that person 
in real life. I mean, I guess a little bit. I don't know. I mean, I have to do some more research, like how much she actually influenced him and how much she actually did. I um, just it didn't. It seemed like I he haven't was read much the more book. Involved. I haven't read the book, yeah. but everything that I've found on the, and even like when you look up like uh, fact or fiction articles, like what's yeah. real in House of Gucci, yeah. nothing really indicates that she was like this super manipulative yeah. person like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't uh-huh. know. Everything points to she was like this uh, really, uh, I don't know, is flamboyant the word? She loved being like the face of, of fashion yeah. and like yeah. all this stuff. And she loved going to parties and being like this yeah. like socialite, basically, you know? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. You're wrong. Email us. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Tell us. Tell us. Um, Have you researched the Gucci family? But I want to get your opinion on, excuse me, I'm yawning. <sighs> Paolo. Am I boring? Well, just like all the roles. What do you think of, of everyone's role? Like, I think, I, Paolo is not what I expected. Okay. Um, not at all. No, like not even close. And according to the family, uh, it also wasn't even close. Right. Yeah. And um, and Tom Ford, because Tom Ford has spoken about the film, and he said I didn't uh, know that about Tom Ford that he like is who helped turn Gucci around. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. Isn't that cool? It's fascinating. Um, but go on. Yeah. I I liked. Um, I just think everyone really was in their character. I just I thought I, th- I thought it was well not I thought Pacino did great. Um, Irons is always great. I was Leto's great. I was. This is the second film that we've seen in the past three weeks mm-hmm. that's had Salma Hayek in it. That I felt like her role was smaller than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. You know. See, that's interesting too. Hold on. Also, was she a witch? Like, she was casting spells or something? Yeah, it's very <laughs> fascinating because, like, she's portrayed as this, like, TV psychic, right? Right. And then all of a and, sudden... like, I get the cards, the uh, tarot yeah, cards. Yeah. That's one thing. Yeah. But the casting spells is another team. But it's like, it's like, they all of a sudden become, like, BFFs. Right. And it's also implied that, like, there's a few little throwaway lines that implies that her character, uh, P- Pina? Yeah. Pina? Is also like manipulating uh, Patrizia, right? For the benefits, because there's there's a thing where she's like, towards the end, where you know uh, Patrizia's sort of like unraveling, and when they're taking the mud bath, yeah, and she's like, um, you know, I, I just I got to do something, you know, that's the message, and Pina's like, yes, we'll 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 talk about it after we get back from Cancun, right? You know, and so it's like those sort of things, but also there's this one moment where like. She gets a genuine vision right. when Maurizio and Paola, I think, yeah, um, are like about to like sleep together for the first time, mm-hmm. and she's like crying and like has a straight vision. So it's like, wait, right. is she? And I actually read something about that where the director said, "I thought it'd be interesting to sh- kind of paint her as this like fake psychic and then like throw in like one like real thing." And I was like, "Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why?" Why? Like I think oh. I think that those smash cuts can work mm-hmm. where it shows you know, Pina and Patrizia in distress, you know, slammed together with Maurizio and Paula, you know, getting right. on. I think that's a stark contrast where one's like, you know, do whatever the other one just falling apart. But mm-hmm. to actually make it like a genuine like psychic vision, I think yeah. is a little much. I would thought that was a little strange to me. So I, I alluded to this in my yeah. little intro thing yeah. that I did. But here we have this film that is attempting to replicate replicate Gucci. So we've got this leather purse, this leather bag with okay. all the in you know, embellishments and all these yes. things. 
but I want you to think about this as we're talking about the film. When you look at the stitching and you look at how the the they, the pieces line up and 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 the interior and all this stuff, all the little details, mm-hmm. is it is it an authentic Gucci or is it a <laughs> or is it a Fucci? A Fucci. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's actually a really good um, metaphor. I think because everything looks like Gucci. Right. Everything looks very flamboyant and very fabulous. And, and very. And this film is is, it brought people into the theater because yeah. of uh, Ridley Scott, one. Yep. Gucci, the story, two, yep. the murder, and, and and just like this, you know, everyone knows this brand, mm-hmm. and then the cast three, but when you look deeper than that surface, like now that you're in the theater and you're watching it. Does it hold up? This film was. Let me just say it. This film was disappointing to me. Okay, yeah, <laughs> from, no, that's from like what I was expecting, or that's like fair. you know. And you're not the only one amongst our group who felt that sentiment. Our group being us too. No, like the group <laughs> that went last night. Okay. Um, yeah. I feel that to an extent. Hannah was was when we were driving home. She was like, "It was good. I just thought it'd be better." Yeah. You know, um, it doesn't like like his death at the end. It doesn't really hit you. Right. It's sort of like, oh, okay, yeah, he dies. Yeah. And it's like, all right, that wasn't... He has been shot. And there's moments where that I think were meant to be like, really like, gut punch stuff, and it was just Mm -hmm. like, that was mean. I almost would have preferred if like, the murder happened halfway through. And then you see like the aftermath, the aftermath yeah. and the trial, or like something like that. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> because like, what's funny is that now we're talking about a different movie. You know, well, I know we, but we could do this movie. And we could make the stitching better. Let's make it. Um, <laughs> what's funny is that the moment that I thought was the most like middle finger that came across like it was supposed to was at the very very end. Mm-hmm. And this part, regardless of how she's portrayed it in in the film, this part actually is true. Where I don't know if it happened just like this, but she was forced to give up the Gucci name, right? And she tried for a long time to keep it, right? Because she wanted that name. Whiskey's paused. Can you fix it? Fix it. Just yeah, fix it. <laughs> and I think at the end, when 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 they're on trial, we're like sentencing, mm-hmm. and the judge is like, Patrizia Reggiani or whatever her name is like, stand up. He says like four times, and she's like, "You can call me Patrizia Gucci." Right. Everyone's like. <gasps> Mm-hmm. I was like, hell yeah! Like that's a that that was a good moment. But I think it sure. would have been very interesting to see the lead up to that moment, right? Not just yeah. the smash cut to there. There two years later, there actually it was three years later too. Mm-hmm. Uh, years later, they're they're in court. Um, like how they get caught, like how that what happened, you know? Right. Like I don't know. I think that I think that's a very there's a lot of interesting stuff that happens in the story that wasn't in the movie. It felt like there was a conflict between is this movie about the Gucci brand and like this dynasty that, that falls apart or is it about uh, Maurizio and Patrizia's relationship? Cause it felt like there were two movies going on simultaneously where it's like certain scenes. It felt like it was their dynamics like fully. And then other parts of the film, it felt like it was just about like logistics of the business. And yeah. Like, like one movie's about like this rom-com of this couple. Right. And then one movie's about like, a, like a drama about a business. Right. Yeah. And it felt like, Scene by scene, there were like contrasts between those, you know, like those stories. Yeah. yeah. So, and then there's a third one in there where it's like, or is this about a conspiracy to murder somebody? Mm-hmm. Which, I'll be honest, 
when I hear that this is a movie about the House of Gucci, and in the in the title of the book is uh, give me one second, sensational story of murder, madness, glamour, and greed. I thought this was going to be a story about murder, madness, glamour, and greed, but yeah, and, and to a, a, an extent it is, but it felt like there were a lot of other details. Yeah, in there. I would have rather like I expected this film to be more outlandish. Yeah, like a like a bit more like. Over the t- because like Gucci is this un- felt very over the top to me so well, you it, wanted it, it to be more over the top than yeah it was. Like, I mean it did but I I was thinking like maybe like Wolf of Wall Street type like I did not need this to, to be no no Wolf I don't, of Wall I don't Street mean like level. that I don't mean that but I'm saying like this like extravagant and okay like because that's what Gucci is Gucci is unattainable mm-hmm. to ninety nine percent of the people you know what I'm saying yeah and. Even at least now, when you see Gucci, it's outrageous. Right. Like it's fascinating. I think it's interesting because you you make a, a a good point. I was very interested in like, oh, I didn't realize that in the sixties and fifties, Gucci was class. Gucci mm-hmm. was an unchanging constant. That right. was like where do we make it leather was just goods? High quality and we make uh, great suits. Stability, like yeah. yeah. Because when I think about Gucci now, I think about. Um, Assless chaps coming down the runway. N- yes, exactly. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I think Harry Styles. I think sure. the, uh, what's your name, Dakota Johnson. I think, mm-hmm. um, uh, crap, uh, Lil Nas. Like these outlandish, bold, the cutting you, edge. You, yeah, like of fashion, fashion that no one would actually wear, right? Because it's so high fashion. Which is interesting because if you look at uh, fashion, there's that cutting edge of like runway, like outlandish stuff. Yeah, and then if you look. You know, five years behind that, exactly. that's what was on the runway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, well, yeah, like uh, for men, flared f- flared pants. Mm-hmm. Years ago, we're like, who's going to wear bell bottoms again? Right. And then now, they're coming back. Right. These crazy bold suits, you know, th- th- this sort of stuff. And it's like, that's interesting. That's cool. By the way, here's a love story and a story of murder and mm-hmm. like conniving people. And I think you're right. Like, I was, I was leaving the theater going, well, that's cool. I didn't realize that they were so different. That that the Gucci brand went through this crazy mm-hmm. roller coaster. But but then I was like, is that what the meme was about? Because it kind of right. was, but it also was like, I don't know. And let me throw one more because yeah, because because I haven't eaten yet. One please. more like <laughs> chicken McNugget at you. Okay. And let's see if you can chew on this and digest this. I'll do for my me. best. Uh, I was reading an article uh, talking about the film, and it was talking about particularly Jared Leto and Al Pacino as Aldo and uh, Paolo. Mm-hmm. And it said that w- their dynamic or any scene that they were in almost felt like like a SNL skit of these uh, okay. Gucci family members rather okay. than like serious. <laughs> well, Paolo's I can definitely understand. Okay. Because his is almost like, I saw a picture of the real Paolo and I was like, yeah. excuse me? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. This is, he's, he's, a, he's like a caricature of him. Right, why all the prosthetic, like the plastic... You know, added, added. Yeah, I mean that's one thing, but like, the picture that I saw of the real Paolo is this. Yes, he's bald. Sure. And he's got the cul-de-sac. Right. But it's slicked back and it's kept well, and he's in a posh suit and he's polished, holding a wine like a like a champagne glass. Right. And Jared Leto's interpretation was like almost overweight. Like he didn't even fit in the clothes that he had tailored for himself. Yeah, like and was, he's like disheveled looking. Yeah. Right. And he's just silly. Silly. And I think he was great. He was, that, he yeah, was hilarious. I, I, I think it's a really good character, but it's like just not accurate by any means. He's played right. up as this like sort of. A, I mean, they say it in the movie a lot. He's sort of an idiot. 
So, and here's where I want to ask the question. I think we've been discussing this question, yeah. but in 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 the context of this film, where is it okay to diverge from fact, and where is it not okay to diverge from from fact of the story? <laughs> like, do you think them portraying him in that comic way? Do you think this film needed him to be a comic relief character? Maybe it did. Yeah, I I think actually that felt fine. Okay. They could have not I, accurate, I, but okay. I don't know. I don't know what Paolo Gucci was actually like. Sure. Maybe he was a never met the guy. Maybe he was lighthearted dude, had a lot of fun, right? Mm-hmm. But I also think I'm trying to think. So like with Paolo, like his his runway thing that was commandeered by the police. Right. That actually happened. Yes. Not like that. Right. Though. It was years later. And he had already been like removed from the Gucci family for business. Was the was the business uh, owned by Invest Investcorp at that point? Um, Investocorp, whatever. No. Yes, I think so. I'm not sure. Actually, I don't think so. No, no, no. Is it Corp or Core? Invest Investcorp. Investcorp. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Dude with the shoes. But, but Investcorp. Corp. Yeah, no I see the P on it. I'm wondering if it's like... Uh, like silent? Right. Um, anyway, uh, by this time, it was like 1986, and he'd already been... He and Maurizio had already kind of severed their their f- partnership or whatever, mm-hmm. and he was doing a runway show under the brand of PG. Sure. So Paolo Gucci. It wasn't even Gucci. Right. And... Um, I mean, I think the reasoning was the same in the sense that it was like these are designs that were now owned by Gucci, whatever, 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 right? So I think those sort of things... Just like nodded at my microphone instead of saying yes. Um, I think those little things are fine when you like take an event, sort of like Bohemian Rhapsody with Live Aid. Okay. Like the event's real. Right. The reasoning behind it is real. Freddie Mercury didn't tell Queen that they uh, that he had AIDS at that time yet. Yeah, it was, it was, it, I think right. So in that film, he didn't know. He didn't know then, did he? I'm not sure if he knew or if he didn't know, but he didn't inform them before that show. And I feel like in in that film, if we can talk about that just for a second, yeah, it almost feels like it's like a, let's do this for Freddie. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you know. Let's go do this show for Freddie and, yeah. and and make this this great and that's, thing. That's like what it felt like, right? And it it wasn't in real life. So this, you know, like there's no evidence that his wife was singing at 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 his show. Mm-hmm. There was no evidence that this was like his big moment finally. In in real life, it was like he'd already kind of been removed from the from the business. So in that moment, I think it's meant to have a more of a dramatic impact, and it did. I think it worked. It had, I think a, it it had it was a dramatic like, impact for it's sure. It's like poor Paolo, man. You can't catch a break. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, poor Paolo. <laughs> I, I, I was about to say I said that in like an Italian <laughs> accent. Poor Paolo. You can't catch a break. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I think things like Maurizio, yeah, portraying him as the innocent, right, the uncorrupted, like and charming. then at the end he's like. Uh, when in reality he was all along sort of part of it. You know what this felt like with a twist? This what? almost felt like, uh, well, no, never mind. Never mind. Okay. I was going to say like Scarface because he. Uh, oh, can I tell you something? Tony Montana comes to I've America. Never, and never seen Scarface. You've never seen Scarface? Never Scarface seen is really good. It's very long. But I think I knew that. Unlike this film, it doesn't drag for me. 
it, okay. it, it keeps my attention the entire time. I we'll think it's a to, fascinating story. We'll have to do that. But that that is a, a story about the corruption of power and how yeah. it just like takes someone and completely changes them. Now he's not completely innocent at the beginning. Like he's still kind of yeah. And it's it's his mission to get that power. He's like first you get the the uh, money, then you get the power, then you get the women. I think is what he says. Yeah. I, I might have to well, it's just interesting because like, but in this film, yeah. it's it's like not it's not Maurizio's goal. You know, he just wants to be a yeah. lawyer. He wants, you know, and he wants to be like a normal guy. And uh, Patricia is even like, uh, she she says like, oh well, all lawyers are bad. And he's like, well, there's a few good ones. You know, he wants to. He be, was he was like a good wants lawyer. to prove everybody wrong. Right. Um, and then he ends up like buying into it and becoming like the worst of them. Yeah, it was funny because like because like I think in moments when they are kind of living their little suburb life where they just get married and. Mm-hmm. He's like and a little I, house he's, with he's almost nothing in it. Now, some of that's true <laughs> where it's like he did go work for her dad for a little while. Right. That, yeah, that, yeah. that stuff's real. But it's like he's ironing his shirt, you know, really kind of portraying that like middle class type thing. He's also really timid. Like she's on yeah. the phone with, with well, yeah, Aldo. I'm saying, like Aldo's saying, come on, birthday. And he's one who's he's like, like, no, 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 I don't want to do it. And she, but and she like brings him into the fold. Yeah, it's very blunt. Where, I mean, she straight up lies actually right. and says like, he really wants to you know get back into the business and right. And she is manipulating yeah. from the get go. She yeah. she goes to Aldo and tells him stuff about uh, uh, Paolo that's not necessarily yeah. true. She goes to Paolo and tells him stuff about um, uh, Maurizio that's not necessarily yeah. true. You know. And it's it's just like from the get go, she's playing Game of Thrones with yeah. the Gucci family. It's just interesting because it's like I know I keep coming back to this. We can we no, can no, move no, we can move past. It's fine. This. It's fine. It's fine. Because I, I think that's I mean this is what the film is supposed to be about, mm-hmm. you know. And he, in reality, if someone's like, "Hey, Hunter said that he wants to be involved in this business," and I would never did, I'd be like, "Nope." Yeah. Like respectfully, I didn't. No, I didn't say that. Thank you, but I'm you know. I don't know, I just think, because then by the end when she's like, I didn't know I married a monster. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you didn't marry a monster, you married a Gucci. And I was like, but... You, right, but he be, wasn't but a Gucci at the because beginning. Because even in that same like scene, he says, like, she's like, where's my Maurizio? That I, where, where is he? And he's like, he's still here. He's, he's always been here. Right. And then in the same breath, he's like, you, didn't, you married a Gucci. What can I say? Mm-hmm. You know? But um, that doesn't seem like the person he was at the beginning of exactly, the film. Exactly, exactly. Um, I don't know. I think it's interesting. But I also think that Aldo... I'm trying to think of, like, his... What do you think? What do you Go think on. about... Um, did you want to... No, no, it's fine. That I, I lost it. What do you think about the the fake Gucci, like, scene or series where... Um, the like housemaid or whatever like had a Gucci purse yeah. and and it freaks Patrizia out freaks her out yeah. yeah and and then she goes and she's like what is this filth what is this trash and then Aldo's like what what's the problem you know if they want to imitate what do you think about that whole sequence yeah. what do you think his point was just like you know this almost adds to the image that yeah. people want to imitate it maybe yeah um, full disclosure uh, we had our baby monitor up. <laughs> And also like screaming during the scene, so I was like going back and forth. Mm-hmm. But my take was: so you admit that you didn't fully watch the film? Uh, I admit. <laughs> um, 
I, I think that's because he says, like, do you know how profitable this is? Mm-hmm. I don't know, I think that's a lot of them. I think Otto even says it. But, but was he saying profitable to him or was he saying profitable well, to the people imitating it? Both, I think. Okay. Because Aldo, I think Aldo, and then later on Maurizio, none of them seem to give a shit about profits or about actual profits and numbers. It's, it's, it's almost like it's just about the, the the image. Exactly. So what's the other guy's name? Uh, Domenico Dassol, the guy who like the, the lawyer. Is the, that lawyer. the lawyer. Yeah. So like, at the end, like he even the says like Domenic- Domenico. Like he he becomes what CEO or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. They like Aldo is obsessed with this like expansion of the Gucci name and the brand and to right. him that the fact that like people want so badly to have Gucci mm-hmm. that they'll fake it. I guess to him lands as, as as a massive compliment. Okay. Even if he's like, We're not making money on this, whatever, we're probably losing money, but he doesn't say this. But like for him it's like but think about what it does to our brand. He, he at if one when, point when he, someone says, "I have a real Gucci." Right. I mean, look at me with my your I'm belt. A, I must said the f word. Sorry, I'm trying. <laughs> my freaking Gucci belt. Is it real? It's 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 real, and it's it's part of a joke now. But I'm kind of like, I have a real Gucci belt. Are you wearing it right now? I'm not. I'm wearing sweatpants. Why aren't you wearing? We're talking about how's it. Gucci. I should have put it on. Just put it on. Just wear it on my, like around my waist. But um. Your one chance worth. Yeah, I know it. It it it, it truly was, um, (laughs) but yeah, like he wants to be this unobtainable like Mm -hmm. legend of a thing, but he's also I think really out like he's not with the times, which I think shows when Maurizio meets with that one one uh, designer. The I don't even know if we get a name for that designer. You're talking Mm -hmm. about the first fashion show that that we see, and he's like, well, maybe you'll design for me one day. He's like, no one wants. No one wants to design for Gucci. Yeah, yeah. it's the same stuff. It's well, it's this really, inno- I guess what it is, is it's a really innovative show with all these yeah. cool things going on. And he says, no one here is going to design yeah. for Gucci. And I think... I think is what he said. Because you I, even said, what did he say? What did he say? Yeah, well, he, he said one thing where I was like, I don't know what that was. Um, but I think, because there's, there's lines with Rodolfo where Rizzo's like, these are your ghosts. You're here living in the past. Mm-hmm. And I think Rodolfo and Aldo and Gucci themselves... Like as a as a brand, was very much like we're consistent. We're not going to change. We are going to stay as this posh luxury brand. And I think right. Aldo was like not only that the styles weren't really changing. It was like yeah, the same purses the same and the same suits. And and so I think Aldo was like he liked that image of like they want to they they want to pretend to be us right type thing. But I think it's fascinating how. Patrizia was the one who was saying, like, look, this is trash. This is garbage. Like, mm-hmm. what is this junk? And it's like, calm I, I, down. I guess I was confused why she cared so much. Yeah. Well, it was like, maybe it was like, well, hold on. Later, I wonder if the film was trying to say, because later when she's talking to. Let's uh, afford this film some grace. What were they trying to say? Well, like, <laughs> I'm being very I critical. Mean, she was definitely, she was, they were definitely saying, like, she's the one who toppled the, the empire of Gucci, mm-hmm. right? Mm hmm. Um, and later when she's talking to uh, Maurizio outside their, their their old place and she has like the like photo album or whatever, and he's like, you're embarrassing yourself. And I'm like, bro, calm down. To he, him or to her? Or both? Both, I really. Think both, but that, that line was to him. Um, but he's like, what do you want? And she says, I want you all to myself. 
And I mm-hmm. wonder if at the peak of everything, she was like, the, no one else can have these. Like, like I'm the one who... Because she had all, get, the, all the Gucci stuff. Gets to have all the Gucci yeah. stuff now. So no one else can have... Okay. Maybe it was the fact that it was her, 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 hand, her housemaid. I must said handmaid. Her housemaid mm-hmm. that had it. And her husband was was like, "Look, I've got one just like you." And right. she was like, "Like almost with a about little dis- a little disdain." The, yeah, when like, she said, "How it. dare you?" Yeah. Um. So I think I don't know. I think that was that. Honestly, I forgot about that whole sequence, and I think it's kind of an odd turn in the movie. It is. It feels kind of out of place. I don't really That's know why what, I wanted to get your opinion yeah, on like it. What they're trying because it doesn't really like go anywhere after that. Yeah. Right. It's just like in there. I think maybe. So maybe you're right. Maybe it was trying to just show that like. Patrizia wanted all of it. Gucci, yeah. and she wanted uh, Maurizio to yeah. herself, and she yeah. didn't get either, right? Yeah. Um, but that's also yeah, yeah, kind of the, po- the the point in the movie where um, uh, Maurizio is like, "Oh, she's right." You know, that's when he starts like scheming in the background yeah. with her, right, and yeah. doing all the meeting with Paolo, which he didn't even set up that meeting with Paolo. She did, right? Yeah. Then, Which he uh, seems mad about at first, and then he See, goes, the and thing. then he's like, and then he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my issue with how they portray Maurizio is that, and maybe this was intentional, maybe this is how it was in real life, maybe he, this is all part of a scheme, where he plays it up like, oh, how could you do that? Like, how could you do that without talking to me? And then mm-hmm. he's like, but okay, yeah, right. You know, like I'll do that, sure. It almost feels like so. At the end of the movie, it feels like this guy that's drunk on power, right? But throughout the movie, he feels like he's just sort of going through the motions. Like, whatever anyone tells him to do, Mauricio just does yeah, it. He just does it. it. Unless it's his father, because he doesn't listen to his father. Yeah. Right? But he listens to, like, That's everybody interesting, else. interesting. Where, like, there is this, I feel like, huh. He's set up to be this defiance of the status quo and the defiance of tradition and and yet, and like he's supposed to be this bold and like I'm gonna change the narrative. So he leaves home on a small boat, yeah, and then gets thrown about the ocean <laughs> by all these yeah, different waves. Yeah, but like, I w- I wouldn't even say that. I would say that he leaves home and he's like, I'm making my own way. Mm-hmm. And then anytime somebody says, "Oh, it's that way," he goes, "Okay." Like, right. It's odd that he's set up with his dad as this like defier of. Tradition. The square, like, like I said, I'm not going to follow your ghosts. And then I'll follow hers and his. <laughs> exactly. Like <laughs> and theirs. But all those ghosts are R- Rodolfo's ghosts. Mm-hmm. Like it's the same as far as Gucci's concerned. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting that like. Well, I guess that that is. Are they saying love makes you an idiot? Because it's like his dad said, "Hey, buy this thing. It'll help." And he's like, mm-hmm. "No, I'll never do that." But then his wife says. Hey, buy this exact same thing, and he goes, "Oh, sure, okay, right." And it's like, "What?" Right. Or I guess buy this, and that's that's different. But him saying to like his dad, "I don't want to do X," mm-hmm. and then Patricia says, "I think you should do X," and he goes, "Oh, well then, okay, yeah, I must." Another thing that that felt like it was factual to real life, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure if the way it was portrayed in the movie, like came across as clearly as it could have was the fact that when he took over as like chairman of Gucci, like um, Paolo and Aldo sold their shares to Invest Corp and he was like the chairman, right? He went on this like extravagant spending spree, right? And 
the only way we see that is like him smiling at a Lamborghini or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, then, it, I mean, it's it's brought up. It's brought up, but like you don't see it. See it. You're told it. So it's almost yeah. like like a, a, a timeline versus like an exposition, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Where like we see him in, in, the, in the Lamborghini, and I think Paula's like, um, how did you? And he's like, don't ask. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but it's very interesting that like the I don't know if they ever give him a name, but InvestCorp, the main guy, is like everything that's a personal expense, it's charged to Gucci. Right. Like they bought like a mid-century villa in an extravagant location for training, and he's like, I can right. justify all that if you want me to. Yeah, if you want me to. I guess we and also get like, it what? with the the couch when when he's about to like oh yeah yeah cheat yeah. for the yeah, first yeah, yeah, time, yeah, and yeah. he's like, uh, Gucci paid for it. Or yeah, he's whatever. like, go ahead, make a mess. Gucci will will pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was one interesting scene that I, I think is, it's fascinating how it was portrayed, but also I have some, just some funny tidbits that happened during it that I thought were really funny. In the theater? In the theater. <laughs> are you discussing, are you talking about, um, the, uh, Maurizio, please come to accounting. Yes. Yes. So the, the sex scene between Patrizia and Maurizio, it's funny because like, it, how do I say this? It starts off as this like kind of playful like you know being a little naughty at work mm-hmm. all, f- all fine and then it gets really passionate and that's all fine too but then it's like when they're actually in the act if you will um, it focuses de- solely on Patrizia mm-hmm. and it's like it gets vi- I don't want to say violent it's not violent but it's like it feels angry Maybe not angry, but it's like she's like, I don't know how to explain she's it. She's like yelling. Yeah, but it's like, it's not even like, sorry, I take it, not to get weird, but it's not like yelling from pleasure. It's like. It's just like, ah. Yeah, it's <laughs> almost like she's like, it felt like she was like, like you're mine. Okay. Like, I'm taking this. I don't know how to explain it, like what okay. I'm, what I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah, no, but I mean, yeah. I was like, like it, it went from like this, ooh, ooh, to like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay. What is happening? Like. There was a lot of movement, just it's like just like it was just like forced shaking. Yeah, it felt like, and it was like, but also it felt really fake. Sure, I almost got the impression that it was sort of. So there's this weird thing that, on one level, Patrizia like wants Maurizio, yeah, and is like super jealous once once he divorces her and everything, mm-hmm. right? Um, but on another level, it almost seems like she's just using him. So like, yeah. which yeah. is it? Yeah, that's, and that scene f- uh, was one of the ones like that felt using. like it was it was using. Yeah, right, definitely because of the name. Because at the beginning, w- the whole movie is framed with uh, the name Gucci is synonymous with power or something like that, right? Yeah. So it it, it from the get go it, it sets it up as she wants the name Gucci. Yeah, and it kind of ends that way too when she says, "You can call me Patrizia Gucci." Yeah, you know that just it it felt like an act. Yeah, it felt like this over the top like. Yeah, so what happened in the theater? So well, it's funny. So in the theater, it was it was your sister-in-law, Aaron, mm-hmm. uh, you, yeah, me, Hannah, and my brother Chase. Yes. And when like they start making out, whatever, it's all you know, hot and stuff. When he like picks her up and like they like fall against the wall. Yeah. Chase goes, "Jeez." <laughs> <laughs> and then as it progresses to like more and more like you know intense and mm-hmm. a lot of movement and shaking. I thought I heard him go like. God. Yeah, Chase goes, goodness. Okay, maybe he said goodness, yeah. 
I just thought it was funny. I just thought it was funny. He's from, so, three, from three seats yeah, away, I heard him go, was, goodness. He was like, jeez. And then what's funny is that during the mud bath scenes, I, he was like, Did he say something like, is that mud? What yeah, is that? Like, they were like, he was like, what are they laying in? And Henry goes, it's, it, 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 it's mud, it's mud. And he goes, oh. And he goes, why are they laying in mud? <laughs> and then like he wouldn't stop. It was, it, like, it was just, we were trying to watch a movie. And he goes, but like, what does mud do to you? Like, what does mud do? Yeah. And I was like, drop it. Just figure it out later. Speaking oh, of fun. stuff that happened in the theater. It's funny. Uh, Maurizio gets shot three times. Yeah. Twice. And then he's like point blank laying there. And yeah. he gets shot a third time. And then he's just like complete. He's dead. Yeah. He's dead, right? Yeah. So five minutes later, <laughs> there's, uh, I don't know if they're at the funeral. I, I, I don't think we even see the funeral. No. I think they're in the courtroom. Yeah. In this person bo- r- directly behind me goes, is he dead? <laughs> Yes. He's yes. dad. His dad. His dad. Um, there actually were quite some there we had a very audible audience. Yeah. There's a lot of, there was uh, a lot of like laughter and like emotive yes. expression in or the like audience. there were some people who were like when he was like, You didn't marry a monster, you married a Gucci and someone went, Ooh. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. Okay, come on. Anyway. There, were, there were a lot of people picking up on like the the Subtle jabs in like oh, a deteriorating yeah. relationship. Oh, there were the, people behind us. The like, Christmas scene. The Christmas scene. <sighs> yeah. The Christmas scene. Yeah, yeah. Where he like, he like got the gift from her. And he was right. like, it's fine. Thank you. And then like went to kiss her. And she like went for a kiss. He like kissed her forehead. Kissed her forehead. And, and people like, behind us were like, ah. And then he gave her the Bloomingdale's gift card. Oh, man. I was like, oh. It's never too yikes. late. Yikes. Yikes. Anyway. Mm. Um, uh, we've said a lot. We've, you want to pivot to our fact or fiction segment, or do you have anything else? Sure, to we can go discuss? to fact or fiction. Do you have anything else that you want to discuss first? Probably, but I feel like we've hit enough things every week. Let's just be honest. We can't. You get can't make a perfect yeah. podcast episode. Maybe can. you can. We can't get but a lot. Like, it's a lot of effort. <laughs> That's one day we'll we'll stumble upon the perfect format. When we have writers and and <laughs> like a content schedule, you know, and, and yeah. Don't forget to hit this. It's just tough because like our conversations lead different places. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. This is a conversation. And so we're not going to hit everything. Um, um, I don't know where I was going. <laughs> Here we go. I'm going to try and find a list. Um, okay. So actually, <clears throat> um, I'm going to start with one I found that says, was Pina a real person? And it says, she w- she does exist and she was also a clairvoyant. So she was a psychic. Okay. Um, she became a close confidant of, P- of Patricio's over the duration of their psychic reading sessions. Uh, so that one actually seems like fact. Oh, wait, I want to do a theme song. It says fact or fiction. Fact or fiction. House of Gucci edition. Is it true or is it fiction? Yeah. Thank you. Cool. This one, Pina has been deemed. Let's go on an expedition through fact or fiction. Yeah. I'm trying to think of more words to rhyme. Let's skip all does the Pina, Does Pina have premonitions? Well done. Well done. Pina has been deemed fact. Okay. Congratulations, Pina. What, that she existed? That I mean, she was in the murder it's trial. Mostly, it's mostly correct, yes. What about the fact that she's a witch in the film? It says that she's not a witch. She's a psychic. Okay. What spell did she cast? She just said it. They said that she had cast multiple spells. Who's on, they? 
both so when they're in the mud bath i can't believe you missed this they're in the mud bath okay and she says i can cast another or i can do another blah 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 spell i don't remember okay. the name of it well, i took that and as then like she's like none of the spells have worked i took that as just like a well no shit because they're not real right but <laughs> it paints her as a witch i took that as more of the like and what i've just read part of her her psychic is that the italian press nicknamed her the black witch but there's no like witchcraft. It's just that uh, a lot of people in the fashion scene in Milan and Italy mm. uh, went and spoke to like psychics and stuff. Mm. So, okay, she's not a witch. Do you have one? She did not cast spells. She is indeed fact. She's mostly fact. Uh, I mean, we already talked about Paolo Gucci. He was the black sheep of the family, but it was <laughs> it was a little over the top. Yeah, how like dysfunctional he was, or like. Uh, I don't know, probably the way he was treated and stuff like that. Patrizia actually said that she was, because she's still alive, she was offended by the portrayal of Paolo. Patrizia Reggiani? Yeah. Or Patrizia Gucci, who's like a cousin, who wasn't in the movie, but she's also spoken out against it. Do you no, know that there no, were... I'm not sure. <laughs> Do you know that I didn't know that there was... I think it one. was Patrizia Gucci on the behalf of the family said that she didn't agree with the portrayal of a bunch gotcha. of characters. Um... Let me see. Uh, here's one. Did Aldo really let people get away with making fake Gucci items? Not really. Okay. Says he did not accept the, the knockoff Gucci purchase, purses as nonchalantly in real life as the film made it seem. Mm-hmm. Uh, counterfeiting was made easier by the development of the GAC Gucci accessories collection, which sped up the production of accessories. Um, he says... Uh, it does say that he was more selective, though, in which items he pursued. Mm-hmm. As far as shutting down, um, he stopped fake like fake Gucci sh- uh, shoes and T-shirts. And apparently, there's, there's actually a lawsuit for a Gucci store in Mexico City that was shut down because it was devoted to making Gucci toilet paper. <laughs> okay. So that scene is fiction. Okay. Uh, did Maurizio Gucci actually flee to Switzerland on a motorcycle? Yeah. Yep. But oh, uh, in the film, who who accused Maurizio of forging his father's signature in the film? Who do you think? Who is it? Who is uh, it? Paolo. Okay, I thought Paolo as well. But according to uh, uh, facts of the world, <laughs> it's Aldo. Oh, okay. Aldo accused oh. him of forging the signature. Uh, on the share certificate. Which was funny is that it's implied that it's actually Patrizia. Right. By Domenico, whatever his name is. Right. He's it like, is implied. He's like, only you've seen those. Well, it's implied things. that pa- Patrizia uh, uh, signed them. Yeah. Like forged the signatures. Yeah. yeah. That's what I said. Oh, I thought you meant. Because I was talking about who accused, and you said it no, was implied no, no, that yeah. Patrizia did I it. I know, but you said who accused Maurizio of forging them. Okay. Yeah. But in the film, it's whatever. That, yeah. They were forged. And then um, he went to Switzerland because uh, they didn't have a extradition treaty with Italy, so he was safe there. Like he couldn't be extradited. And actually, he did keep his helmet on. It said when that died. What does right? that mean? <laughs> I don't give well, it. Well, no, that no. Man. They're they saying that he purposely gave it on in case they recognized who he was. Oh, okay. Which I don't know if that would have mattered. Um, Probably. Was Maurizio's father really an actor? Yes. Okay. That's the end of that. <laughs> he is. Um, his screen name. Let me see if it says his screen name. His screen name was Maurizio Deoncora. Cool. Okay. Fact. Let's do one more. You got so any more? Here's, here's one, because we were talking about, was she just using him, or was she really in love mm-hmm. with him? 
I did Patrizio really love Maurizio. So uh, it it seems so. There someone had courthouse correspondence with her uh, while she was in jail. She talked quite a bit about her early years with Maurizio, and she said he was the man I loved the most, despite everything that happened. You know, which makes sense when yeah. when you you know he left her and and she was upset about it. It may not have been completely about the money. It may have just been that she loved him. You know? Yeah, and there's a scene at the end where she's. Like as it's happening, as his murder's taking place, she's looking at like their wedding picture. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cool. So we've reached that pivotal moment, Zach. Do you have anything else? Anything else to add, real quick? Not that I can think of right now. <laughs> so when you think of it later, just come back over. And yeah, we'll just record. Yeah, I'll just record it on my phone. Okay. On the memos app, and just send it to me, and then just insert it into the episode at a like, random yeah. point. Nice. And then republish. So like right here, you could just change and be like, and I also thought, yeah, it'll be like really a really bad like quality iPhone quality. Yeah, it's like some musicians now. Uh, That's real thing. Will just like change their albums. Yeah. Like, hard, real time. Hard pivot. I think yeah. like Kanye West. I I, I didn't want to name him, but other I mean other artists do it too. I think, but yes. Cool. Anyway, I have a question for you. Okay. But is House of Gucci good? <sighs> I know, right? I don't know. Um, the jury in my brain is still in deliberations. Really? Because <laughs> there are certain aspects of the film that I, I enjoy. I just, I don't know what what was the message. Was it uh, that you shouldn't trust a gold digger? Was it just that this family's dysfunctional? Like, yeah. what, what was the message of the film? Yeah. You know? Um. On Rotten Tomatoes, it is barely fresh. Well, you didn't. You haven't. Told, you haven't said what you think about oh, it. Yet. I'm. I'm getting to that. Okay. At sixty-one percent. Yeah. That's about where I am. Okay. And it, just like on Rotten Tomatoes, over the next few days, that number could change. Sure. It could change to fifty-five. Oh. I think it has some redeeming it's qualities, but I think you. it's muddy. I do think it's muddy. It's muddy. It's it's the mud bath. I think it's muddy. Um, I'm going to read this real fast. They say, House of Gucci vacillates between inspired camp and dour drama too often. I hope. Between inspired camp and dour drama too often to pull off a confident runway strut. Okay. But Lady Gaga's no perfect performance has a timeless style all on its own. See, there can be really shitty films with really great performances. Yeah. That doesn't make it a good movie. Okay. So, like, this movie on its own is eh. 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 The performances do elevate it to an extent, but how much do they elevate it? You know? I don't think it's enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, personally, um, it's it's muddy. Here's one. This is a critic review. A flashy melodrama mess. The story is too scattershot. Tone is all over the runway, and it's too long. Ridley Scott's latest offering is a mixed fashion bag. I would agree with that. I'm going to try and find a one-star. Because the audience ratings is actually a bit higher. Um, let me sure. see if I can find a good yeah. one. Here we go. It was enjoyable. I mean... Adam G., which echoes what I just said. Great cast, but super slow and long. Super slow. Super slow. Um, oh, Oscar says the opposite. He said one-star... Terrible, 
very bad acting by everyone. See, I don't know if I... I think the acting was fine. Yeah. See, I'm seeing people saying, oh, this was campy. This wasn't supposed to be campy. Mm -hmm. And if it was, lean into it. Here's one. (laughs) Why, 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 cries a character, and I do mean character, in Ridley Scott's take on the infamous Gucci family story. Anybody looking for something fun or drama or even just infectiously juicy may ask the same thing. <laughs> they, How's that? They diverted what I thought that they were, I thought they were going to say, watch the movie. If you want something fun and juicy, this is it. But they, no, they said, why? Why, why, why? 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 Um, why? Uh, why? <laughs> why? Juliana says, it was awful and I walked out early. Ooh. Half star. I won't lie. I, w- I looked at my watch three or four Me times too. during Me this too. film. I did too. I was like, this is long. Here you go. I, 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 I've got one more. Evan, half star, says, ooh, this is a long one. This movie was horrible, <laughs> which was surprising because it had such a great cast. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is, it, is he saying, oh, my God? No, but Lady Gaga was awful. Uh, Someone should teach her the difference between a Russian accent and an Italian accent. And Al Pacino was sur- superfluous. Great acting skills wasted. Jared Leto played Paolo like a cartoon character. Valid. The story jumped around and was just uneven and bad. Oh, and way too long. We left with, with an hour left, and I haven't walked out of a movie in over 20 years. I Man. I disagree with some things that he said. First of all, isn't Lady Gaga Italian? She's Italian. Um, do you think her accent was Russian? I didn't get Russian. I didn't get Russian, personally. Um, I do think that Al Pacino was a little superfluous mm-hmm. at times, and I think that uh, Jared Leto portrayed that character like a cartoon. Yeah. I, I agree with those two things. Yeah. You got one more for us? I do have one more. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, <laughs> and I chose this one because I said this earlier. Oh, wow. Uh, if it were a meticulously tailored bespoke suit... House of Gucci seems to have the right material, especially the terrific cast, to put it all together. Alas, the execution, no pun intended, doesn't quite <laughs> measure up. That was a dumb pun. Ever wrote that? <laughs> yeah. But I agree. I agree. I think it has a lot of great parts. Um, well, it has all the materials that you need to, to make a, a, a nice bag yeah. or a suit. I don't know. Anyway. I don't think they're put together well. And neither does this person. Well, there you go. There you have it. Um, any last thoughts on House of Gucci? Nope. I don't okay. have many thoughts these days. Yeah. Remember last time when I was like, I have two thoughts, and you're like, you're allowed to have more than one. <laughs> I only have one at a time. <laughs> um, cool. Well, shall we do some quick shindigs real quick before we uh, dismiss? It's time for the shindigs. Yeah. Yeah. Both shindigs. It's time for the shindigs. My shindig is the news. Oh, it's time for the shindigs. His shindig is mistakes that we don't make because we're going to It's time for the shindigs. And then... Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Nice. Really, really well done. Thank you. Um, I don't have much because I didn't do a lot of research this week. But... And actually, a lot of this is TV stuff. But here's one. Uh, I didn't know about this film until like last week, but we just saw a trailer for it when we saw House of Gucci. Mm-hmm. Guillermo del Toro's movie, next movie is, looks very interesting. But also, bro, this cast, 
Have you seen this cast? Mm-mm. Bradley Cooper, Rooney Mara, Kate Blanchett. What's the name of the film? Nightmare Alley. Okay. Willem Dafoe, uh, Tony Collette, Ron Perlman, Richard Jenkins. Uh, that's probably all the big names. That's massive, dude. That's a, that's a, it looks very interesting. Nightmare Alley. Uh, it is. Let's see what the, is there a genre? Oh, it's a remake. Crime thriller. Okay. I'm fascinated by it. It looks interesting. We saw a preview for it yeah. uh, before the film started. Yeah. So, um, There's going to be a live-action Blade Runner show. Okay. Do you think we need that? Are you going to watch it? When you say live-action, has, has Blade Runner ever been cartoon? If I'd... No. Okay. Maybe. Not that I know of. Okay. But they're doing a live-action Blade Runner show. Interesting. Cool. Uh, Amazon is making a Mass Effect TV series mm-hmm. from the video game because we all know that video game adaptations always end up great. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the last one that I have... Always. Because <laughs> there's never been a bad video game mo- movie or show ever. Right. Um, last one that I have, like I said, I've been very light on... I have other things, but I don't talk about them because it's comic stuff and it's just like, blah. Uh, Fresh Prince is being rebooted... Yeah, I saw that. As a drama. Yeah. Interesting. That kind of caught my attention. Interesting. I've got one. Yeah, tell us, please. So, uh, this upcoming week, Mm -hmm. we will be reviewing Paul Anderson's Licorice Pizza. Licorice Pizza. Two good things that go together. It's a play on LP. That's not what I wanted to say, but... um, (laughs) So... uh, it has had a special release in uh, a couple theaters in New York, in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and it has secured the best pandemic-era debut at the independent box office. Wow. What's so it far. It's got like really good ratings, right? I don't know what it's rated. I'm not looking at that right now. I'm looking at an article on Variety. I'm excited to see Talking about it. the film. It's brought in... Um, it's been playing... For a week or a couple weeks, something like that. But it's brought in over three hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars. Four theaters. Yeah. It's at no, four theaters. I'm really excited to watch it. I'm really excited. That's next week. Just so in case anybody was wondering, mm-hmm. next week will be licorice pizza. Um, I have one that I know you're gonna be super excited about. Okay. You're not. I'm just kidding. But I gotta say it just because it's. I'm, I'm short on news. Yeah. Guess what's back? I. I don't know. Restore the Snyderverse. Uh, <laughs> what? What? So I'll tell you real fast. There's rumors now <laughs> that Justice League Two is happening with, with Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. Because of a couple of things, Henry Cavill's doing press tours now about about Superman, The Witcher, oh. and has been op- and he did a thing with GQ. He's been openly discussing the future of Superman, and he says the cape is still in his closet. And there's heavy rumors that Black Adam and him are going to fight. And he talked about Justice League Two. Mm-hmm. Hint one, and then they they just get weirder and weirder. I promise. Hint two, the somebody cinematographer, somebody of Zack Snyder's Justice League, posted a uh, concept art yeah. from Justice League Two of Darkseid and Desaad, and with a caption that said, "Let it begin." Hmm. Hint three, Zack Snyder posted a picture of the Justice League uh, slate. Okay. In front of an alternate version of Wonder Woman's picture, saying like, just some very lofty stuff. Okay, this is the best one. Head for it. Best one. I think it's hilarious. 
He posted a picture of a turkey. Zack Snyder did? Zack Snyder did on Vera or whatever. Posted a picture of a turkey on Thanksgiving. Okay. Saying thankful. It's a turkey. Literally just a fried turkey. Yeah. In the very background, <laughs> there's a stack of books. And in the stack of books, somebody found the DC comic. Uh, it's called something, but it's called Final Crisis. And it's essentially when Dark Side comes and takes over and kills Batman. Okay. Because Batman was going to die in his story. So people are saying that that is proof. <laughs> that is undeniable proof mm-hmm. that he is coming back and making Justice League 2. This will never go away <laughs> in a million years. It'll go away. I'm sure it'll oh go away. Oh my God. I think uh, it's in, crazy. In, 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 let's put a let's set a reminder for 20 years from today. Yes, and see and we'll if see it's if we're still away. talking about it. Um, Do you think he's teasing it with his little book in the background? I, I think they're they're trying to. to Build hype. I think do the whole thing David Ayer again. is also trying to build hype for oh my God, the air cut. Never you know? stop. Um, anyway, I just had to say it. I know that you love that stuff so much. Do you think that when the Flash comes out, which is late next year, right? Yep. They are going to uh, retcon some characters, probably, and like bring in other characters to like replace them. Yeah, because probably. multiverse stuff, probably, and then continue on with it. So I've I've heard that that the Flash sets up the new Justice League going forward. Do you think they're going to bring in another cyborg? I don't know. The cast was never my problem. I love the cast. Well, the cast wasn't my problem either. Yeah. But there are multiple actors that are either one were planned to be killed off, and mm-hmm. now there's new people playing those characters, like yep. uh, Robert Pattinson yep. playing Batman, or two will not work with that studio again yep. until they receive like a formal apology. You know, who knows, man? And I'm just getting tired of it. And I love this stuff. And I'm <laughs> Why'd you bring it up? Because I just, I just think it. Well, one, I'm sure I'm news, but I thought this is just getting. It's just, it's impossible to make this thing go away. Mm-hmm. Anyway, do you have any shindigs this week? Not that I can think of. You're off the hook this week, Hunter. Oh man. <laughs> but watch your back. Uh, whiskey shots. She's been pretty, pretty good today. She had okay. a traumatic day on Thursday. You know what? We I have I have a Zach shindig. Okay. We didn't do Whiskey Shot's theme song last week. Oh, no. That's a, that's like a centerpiece of our... Pe- of oh, no. So sing it for us. Whiskey Shots, Whiskey Shots, mm. does whatever a whiskey can do. Meow. She's taking a bath right now. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's all I got. That's all I got. Got anything else? No, I mean, I see, I'm looking up news right now, and I'm seeing some films that are uh, favorites to be, uh, like, best picture noms, and uh, King Richard's on there, Dune's on there, Licorice Pizza, West Side Story, uh, Don't Look Up. That comes out on Christmas, I think. Tragedy of Macbeth, movie called Tick, Tick, Boom on Netflix. Uh, Belfast is, like, the front runner. Hmm. So, and The Power of the Dog. There you go. Being the Ricardos. You know who did Being the Ricardos? Who's that? Get your um, Zac Efron face on. Because it was Andy Sorkin. Flying. There's There's not not a star in heaven that he can't reach. If he's he's being the Ricardos. He's breaking free. He's breaking free. (laughs) All right, cool. Next week is Licorice Pizza, mm-hmm. everybody. We've been doing some Spider-Man recaps, Spider-Man mm-hmm. uh, No Way Home, and then The Matrix Resurrections. 
Um, mm-hmm. Please let us know what you'd like to see, see, hear us do next week. Next eventually, week. Oh my see. God, next year. Eventually, see. I mean, yeah, that's the plan. Um, we're planning some guests for next year and stuff. We're gonna have a lot of stuff happening. Yeah. We're very excited. Um, if you have any requests, let us know. Any series you want to hear us do, uh, or any series you want to have us dive into, because we're those. We are swimmers. Uh, please let us know, uh, Zach. Where can they find us? As always, you can reach out to us via email at biigpodcast at gmail.com. Very well spoken. That is ah. biigpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. You can reach out to us, follow us, uh, uh, subtweet us mm. on that bird app. Twitter. <laughs> at <laughs> biig podcast. That is the bird app. Twitter. At <laughs> biig podcast. And Hunter, how can they find you on Instagram? Instagram is but it's a good podcast. At but is it good podcast? Say hello. Um, follow. follow. Jinx, you owe me a soda, but I don't drink soda anymore, so you owe me a water. Like. like. Jinx, you owe me a soda, so it can- cancels itself and out. And subscribe. subscribe. Whoa. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. We're doing licorice pizza. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. What'd you watch? This Thanksgiving. Did you like House of, House of Gucci? What'd you watch? Sorry, mm-hmm. real quick. What did you watch for Thanksgiving? I watched Harry Potter, actually. Did you? Yeah, I watched okay. uh, Deathly Hallows Part 1. Yeah. And part My family two. likes to watch uh, uh, a comedy mm. called uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. It oh, is yeah, Steve Martin. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And then I also watched a little bit of Polar Express, which is one of my favorite okay. holiday movies. Okay. It's not that great, but from... One of your favorite what movies? Holiday movies. Oh, I thought you said Hollywood movies. And I was holiday. Like, of Ho- all of them? Ho- holiday. <laughs> holiday movies. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that's, about, that's about it. I cool. feel like uh, uh, Polar Express is pretty mid, personally. It it, it is, but I just <laughs> has a soft spot for me. It's not. Sure. It's fine. Can you hear the bells or no? I can hear the bells still. Yep. Yep. <gasps> yep. My I'm dad says he can't hear. I'm them. a child of heart. That's so sad. Anyway, see you next week. See ya. Bye. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah.